Welcome to The Art of Plenty. I'm Amy McInnes, your host, and I'm excited to be here with you. We're here to have real, open conversations about how to create value and how to find value, both in our hardship and in our victories. Because finding value is like finding gold. And when we put the time in to dig and sift through our experiences, we are better able to transform into the people we were meant to be. Together, let's cultivate a life that's bursting with meaningful connections, fulfilling work, and joy. This is the art of plenty. I'm so glad you're here. Today, specifically, we're going to be talking about the chasm of choice. Now, what is that, you're wondering? It's that place between knowing we need to do something, knowing we want to do something, that we need to make a change, and the actual reality of meeting that goal, of doing that thing, of being that person that we know we want to be. So we're going to be diving deep into that space between that chasm of choice. As I said, my name is Amy McInnes, and I am an entrepreneur. I am a mother. I am a wife. I am a human being here with what I feel is a calling to share my heart. I'm going to be diving in today to something that I've spent quite a bit of time thinking about, wondering about, and I want to share it with you because I think the experience that I'm sharing is commonplace that the majority of adults have probably experienced it in some degree or some level. I'm calling it the chasm of choice. And the reason why I call it that is because there's distance. There is distance between knowing that we want to do something, knowing that we want to be something, knowing that we want to make a change, and the reality of seeing those changes come to pass, the reality of becoming that person that we can see in our mind or in our heart. And I want to talk about that space, that distance between those two points. Because if that space was easy to traverse, if that space was snap your fingers and you're there, everyone would be exactly who they're wanting to be. Nobody would be struggling with feeling that they're not as healthy as they could be. People would have great relationships. People would be succeeding in work and in life, in their hobbies, in their fitness. And anybody can look around and realize that there are many people who struggle to make the transition from knowing they want to do something to actually doing it. Now, I want to talk about this space because it's not the same for every situation. And we can be in a varieties of chasm of choice. 
for different things in our life. So for example, when I think about my fitness goals or my health goals, I could have a very different chasm that I am traversing compared to ones that I'm experiencing in my relationships. So my goal as a parent. And and I can even have different chasms of choice that I'm working on with different children. So I could have parenting goals that are specific to just being a parent in general and parenting goals that are specific to individual children that I am parenting. So the reason why I want to bring that up is because it does not mean that you only have one going on. You could have multiples or you could have just one or two. Now, because of that, because we can have multiple ones, because we can have this in different areas of our life, it can change how big this space actually is. Some of our goals that we set for ourselves are small. And when we cross that chasm of choice, it happens relatively quickly because the change that we're trying to create isn't that big. It doesn't take that much effort. It doesn't take that much time. So those ones can be easier to cross. And then we have other goals that, or things that we're working towards. And I use the word goal, but that maybe isn't the best description because it's not always as described or as specific as a goal could be. It could just be a general picture of something that we know we want, and it could be quite vague for us. I typically use the word goals and that languaging because I'm often very deliberate to be specific about the things that I want in life, which maybe we should dive into that in another episode. So when we're looking at that chasm of choice, we can be talking about a variety of of differences. They can have a variety of distances and things that have to happen and amounts of time that it's going to take to get across. And as a sidebar, if you're wondering, the bigger they are, the more difficult they are to cross. I think that goes without saying, but I'm saying it anyways, because I'm thinking that this might be percolating in your brain. And some things we cannot rush. It's just set on a timeline. It is set on a time that we can't move quicker or we can't slow down. But the distance that it is to cross it, even if it's going to take a lot of time, it could still be a relatively easy chasm to traverse. Okay, so let's talk about what's on that side where we all live, the side of the chasm, the side of defining what it is that we don't like about our situation or what it is that we feel we're being drawn towards or we're being called towards. The two points on this place, the, the each side of the area that we're traversing, on one side, which is the starting point, is the recognition and the understanding that where you are is not where you want to be. Now, I want to preface this by saying it doesn't mean that you think where you are is bad. It doesn't mean that you think where you are isn't where you're supposed to be. Because you can feel very content 
and feel like, yeah, I'm totally in the right place and still have one of these situations where you know you need to make change. And the reason for that could be because if we were to stay where we currently are forevermore, that would not be desirable, even though where we are right now could be completely 100% desirable. So I'm bringing that up because you don't have to start this from a place of discontentment or dissatisfaction. This can be started from the place of, oh, I'm actually really interested in pursuing this new job or this new posting that came out or this opportunity to level up in my career. And even though I like my job where, right now and I'm feeling good about where I'm at, I realize that, oh, there, there could be some way that I can expand and there's a way that I want to grow and I'm interested in pursuing that. So that's the starting point. Now, in saying that, the starting point could also be out of a place of dissatisfaction. You could be realizing that when you go up the stairs, you feel winded and you haven't felt that way before and you're noticing that oh my gosh now it takes energy to go upstairs how did my cardio get so bad how did I get so out of shape or it could be coming from this place of dissatisfaction with something that's happening in your life you could recognize that a relationship that you're in is full of frustration and anger and it you can think back and realize how you got there, but you didn't realize how thick it was or how deep you were in it until today or this moment. And that is also a starting place. So to reiterate, could be a place of satisfaction, could be a place of dissatisfaction, could be a position of desperation where you're desperate to see something different. Now, the other side, the side that we are moving towards, this is what we're hoping for. And I want to talk about this because, like I said before, I'm often very specific about what I want. It's not always like that. So we could be in a relationship where we are really struggling with our partner and our significant other and feeling like we can't connect the way that we used to connect and when we think of that picture of the other side we don't necessarily know what needs to change but we know what connection feels like so it can be this understanding that we have that where we're trying to get to is deeper connection but we're not as articulate or specific about it, such as I want to be able to have this many date days or I want to have every time I talk that you're communicating effectively with me or we're not fighting as much. So I just want to say that it's okay if it's not specific. I think that there is a lot of value when we can break down and articulate what exactly it is that we are moving toward but that's something that can also happen in the middle, in the space of the chasm between point A and point B. Now, I want to talk about the middle because it's not a vacuum. And what I mean by that is that when we move from 
one side to the other, life is happening. (laughs) We are not left on our own. It's not the only thing that's happening for us. We are constantly changing, growing, living. And as we move through that, what can happen is where we're coming from and where we're going shifts. I mean, maybe not so much where we're coming from, but the way we remember how we were can shift. And that direction of where we're going can start to take shape or it completely can get shifted because something happens in our life in that moment. There are big things that happen to us all the time that completely can rearrange our priorities and what it is that we're after. And that's okay. At any point in that space between, we can decide that actually that's not really what I want or oh, I need to actually shift this because I've got a better picture now. It's, I have more clarity and this is actually what I'm moving toward. Now, here's the tricky part. And we talked about this right at the beginning. When you're at the starting of this, it's super easy to be like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. I'm going after this. I'm diving in full force. This is what I want. I'm going out. I'm getting a new planner. I'm going to write down everything I need to do. I'm going to plan out my schedule. I'm going to plan out my week. I'm writing down the first step. I'm going for that first run. It's very easy to have a lot of motivation when you get this big idea of this is what I'm going to do. This is what I need to change. And the longer you spend in that space between the more difficult it is to stay motivated to move towards. I think this is why when that area is really big, it's harder to stay motivated compared to when that area, that space between is actually small. Because the longer you're in it, the longer you're grinding it out, the more difficult it is to stay motivated. We have to somehow move our motivation into something that's disciplined. And what I mean by that is at some point in that chasm, you're not going to want to do it. You're not going to want to keep moving toward the direction that you're going. So how do you stay moving forward? How do you stay committed to that end vision of yourself, that end goal, that end feeling of what it is that you're after? And that is in part why I call it the chasm of choice, because it should maybe be the chasm of choices, because every moment that we spend in that space, we have to continually choose. We don't just get to make the choice once and then watch it unfold. We have to wake up every day and choose that that's the direction we're moving toward. We have to continue to choose that that's what we're going to do, even though we have setbacks. So what does a setback look like? A setback can look like you spend an entire month sticking to your workout plan and you're all jacked about it and you know you feel different and you step on the scale and you weigh the exact same. And you have that feeling of, 
deflation. How come I've put all this time in? How come I've made all these changes? And it's not even showing up on the scale. That is a point where it's easy to stop choosing that you're going to keep moving forward. Or you're in a situation in a relationship and you're determined to have a relationship that is one of connection. And you make all of these choices, all of these changes. You feel like everything your partner says that they, you need to do better, you feel like you're doing it and you're owning it. And you're going day by day and you feel like it's making a difference. And then they say that they don't know that they want to do this with you anymore and they're feeling done. This is what I'm talking about when I say that you have to keep choosing because there will be setbacks. There will be resistance. There will be adversity. And ultimately, no one's doing it for you. You can't do it for your kid. Can't do it for your parent can't do it for your partner and they can't do it for you it doesn't mean that we can't have people on our journey that encourage us and inspire us and keep us going but ultimately this is the big truth about being a person and that is that we are accountable that we are accountable for the life that we live we are accountable for the choices that we make. We have the responsibility. And even when things are out of control, even when we don't have a lot of say, we're still in control with how we choose to process it, with how we choose to experience it, how we choose to think about it, how we choose to feel about it. comes down to us and when you're traversing the chasm of choice you may decide that you don't want to do it anymore and there are a lot of people that do that and there are a lot of ways to ensure that you get across that you make it to that end, even if that end has shifted and changed as you've gone through the process of moving from one side to the other. You yourself can think back to a situation in your own life where you have crossed this, where you have set out to do something and done it. And you made choices along the way to get you there. So if this is you, if you feel like okay, yes, this is something that I want to do. I've got this thing bubbling in me that I know I need to change. I've got this peace in my heart that I know that I want to see different. I, I know that things can be better for me in this area. And you're feeling discouraged. I want to encourage you that you've done this before. Maybe not on something so important, Maybe not on something so big. But we have a way of looking back on our past and minimizing big things. So maybe it was big then. But I want to encourage you to 
think about it. Can you think of a time where you did this, where you set out to do something, you set out to change something, and you actually changed? You actually accomplished what you set out to accomplish? Can you look back at that time and think of three things that you feel made it possible for you to traverse the chasm of change, the chasm of choice? Write those down because those memories are evidence that you know how to do this. Now, if you're out there and you're like, oh, this is so me, Amy, you have hit the nail on the head. This is me. I've been thinking about this related to work, related to your career. I've got a course out right now that is all about doing this, trying to figure out how to move from where you are to getting to somewhere else in relation to finding work you love. Okay. If you've been listening to this thinking, I like what you're saying, Amy, but I need more than a podcast to make a real change in my life. Well, I have an amazing opportunity for you. I'm going to be facilitating a six week group coaching cohort for my course, How to Find Work You Love. The feedback that we have received from our last cohort was super inspiring. Real working professionals who have been able to make change, not only in their work, but in their life. We're talking about a real mindset shift. They've been able to turn work into a privilege, not a burden. So if you are at the place in your job or in your career where you feel like something needs to change, but you're not sure what to do or how to do it, this is the course for you. It's a combination of online coursework that you do in your own home on your own time and a one hour group coaching call every week with me on Zoom. Over the six weeks, we're gonna take a deep dive into what kind of work will be most meaningful to you and enable you to live the life that you want to live because that's a huge part of what makes work enjoyable. Work and life are so entwined. And when we can make our work better, our life is automatically better. There's something so powerful about the group dynamic. It increases accountability, but it also increases our opportunity to learn because of the conversation, because of the discussion that we get to have with each other. Consider joining us. You can get all the details at stillwateronline.ca and make sure to enter the code PLENTY15 to save 15% off the group coaching package. I hope to see you there. And if this for you isn't about career, but you've got something percolating in your spirit about needing to make a change and wanting to make a change, and this is something today hearing about this was encouraging for you i would love to hear from you i am here doing this podcast because i think that there are a lot of people who need want appreciate inspiration i too am like that I love being inspired and challenged 
And I want to be a part of your journey. I want to see you become the person that you were meant to be. So thank you for tuning in. It is an honor to be able to meet with you in this format and to be able to share my heart. It's an honor that you would choose to take time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. So thank you for that. Thank you for joining me. And this was a podcast about making a change in your life and moving from one point to another point in your life. That concludes today's episode of The Art of Plenty. We are all about building a community of like-minded individuals, so let's stay connected. Hit subscribe and follow us at The Art of Plenty or at amymckinnis.com. We would love to hear your thoughts, experiences, and even your favorite life hacks. This content is created and intended for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as professional advice. Please consult directly with qualified professionals. As always, I consider it an honor that you chose to spend time listening in today. It is a privilege to be able to share my heart with you. Until next time, keep creating your masterpiece, a life of plenty. Plenty.